Hi, I'm Kate Walsh, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with Andras Jones. Radio 8-Ball, give us a shake. We're in the studio, in the studio, attempting fate. Learning questions to the songs of which we'll randomly select here with the help of our friend Synchronicity. And now it's time for... There's a whole section. <laughs> he takes bizarre. a swipe at Trump and at XTC in five paragraphs. Yeah. You, you take a swipe. <laughs> I don't have a publicist. <laughs> you took a wait. You took a swipe at XTC. Yeah. Why? He you said, know because of you. Do you remember when? when okay. You, wait a second. Because of me. Don't wait. Stop. <laughs> Stop. This is good. And I want to have an like. It's rolling. When, yeah, but I got to start this, the okay. thing. We don't oh, just start. Okay. I don't know my question. So okay. Hey, Stop for a second. Hold on a second. Focus here. I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. So <laughs> I'm gonna introduce the segment. Paul, I'm going to introduce the segment. I'll introduce Zach. I'll introduce you. We'll talk about how you know each other. Let's talk about the about the XTC connection, if Great. you like. And then I will ask you what your question is for the Pop Oracle. You want to do a practice spin on the wheel just so you can give it a good hard spin? There you go. That'll determine the song that's the answer to the question, unless it comes up double, and then we'll do it again. Okay. And then, who and then the he'll play the song. Great. And then we'll talk about how it relates. It's like an improv exercise. We don't. That's it's on. We have a list of eight songs, numbered one through eight. I got you. Okay, so here we go. I'm gonna start with a a rather loud noise, so don't be uh, caught off guard. Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical, musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, hanging out here in Zach Schaefer's studio. Hey, Zach, say hi. Hi, Andras, how are you? That's great. You're great to have, to have it's a, me here. It's a songwriting here. shed. A songwriting actually. shed, and... <laughs> Uh, we're hanging out here in your in, the, in Zach's songwriting shed. That's really hard to say. Hold on, let me get, hold on. Songwriting shed. Okay. And you are providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations, and now we are joined by the next guest in these uh, pop oracle sessions, an actor and a musician, a friend of yours, Paul Edelstein. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Paul. Great to be here. Thank you oh, for coming, Paul. I was I had a double take when I saw you. I was like. Oh, it's it's that guy. It's that guy. It's that guy. Oh, see, I, it's so funny because um, guy from the thing. I, I'm what? I put in. the headphone in because you keep. It's turning. in. Just don't turn away. Oh, I was just turning. Anyhow, I don't know. I wonder like how much I would know you if you weren't my friend. Um, like, what do you I, mean? Well, because I don't I don't watch don't private. Yeah, practice. you don't watch a lot of. Yeah, I don't know if you fall into Why the demo. You, yeah, private I practice don't. was great, but I didn't watch it. I don't watch anything. So okay. a long time ago. Already. I'm just glad we're friends. Uh, me too. You know. No, but uh, yes. It's so, and I assume that you know each other through music. We do. Um, I became friends with a guy named Davy Holmes, 
who uh, is a musician from Boston, but now a writer primarily. Brookline High, class you went, 87. Are, are you a Brookline? No, no, I'm not. I'm a Chicago guy. Got it. And um, I was talking about, I'd played a couple shows, and I was talking about making a record, and Dave, and, but I didn't know any musicians here. And, you know, my mu- musician friends in Chicago was a crew of basically my high school friends and a few other people we picked up along the way. And I moved here, and I thought, I don't know, I can't make really any musicians here. I played a couple solo shows, and I just pictured the, and I, I understand this is my own snobbery, but I pictured the L.A. music scene in terms of, like, just picking up guys along the way as being, like, session guys that played Ibanez's right. only <laughs> um, with, long, with mullets. And I'm thinking, it's terrible. I know, it's totally, and, and Davey said, oh, well, you need to meet this guy, and you need to meet this guy, and I met, I think I met Joe and you first yeah. at a party at Davey's, and I just thought, these are, these remind me of my friends at home, and it's yeah. me, me and Davey have gone through and drawn comparative stories to growing up with a group of musician friends and starting a band with them, and right. it's really amazingly similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've felt very comfortable with these guys, and um, we did I get to zoo through Davey? You okay? It was originally no, going to be no, Joe. No, but he no, wasn't no, no. Available. Here's what happened. You called me and mm-hmm. said, "Hey, I want to do some recordings." Hold on. You called me and said I want to I want to record some stuff and I think Oh yeah, you put it together. I was trying to increase my my uh, my circle of of people that I always play with. And so I called Joel Shearer, who I have right. not worked with since. Okay. No no nothing bad about Joel Shearer. I just it was just I was just actively trying. And then for keyboards, I didn't call Joe, did I? He was I, he was on tour. Joe was on tour. And so I called this guy Zoo, who I had been Z-O-U-X, and who I had been doing these jam sessions with. And Zoo seemed to be a good producer and seemed to have his act together. So mm-hmm. I called him. So it was me and you, Joel Shearer, Scott, Scott Seaver, Seaver, who will be mentioned many times. And we went over to Rami Jaffe's studio in Van Nuys or whatever it is. Which is called... Photon- photo- phono- phonogenic. 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 We record, I think we took two days. We recorded... Nine songs Something in that, like that. But I made a record. Yeah, and it was it was great. And then Zoo finished producing it mm-hmm. and did a very good job, and the record came out great. Mm-hmm. And then so we started doing shows. We did a couple with Zoo, but then that, Joe was real busy touring back then. We always wanted Joe's always the guy I call first. And then yeah. Zoo took a, um, MG, a musical director job with somebody, or he he was playing with Macy Gray, ironically, because that was Joe's old job. Uh huh. And then uh, Joe kind of came on board. Tim Young came on board for a while, and so then it, and then Tim fell away. And it really, I really feel like Doris, which is the name of the band, is really me, you, Scott, and Jonah. Yeah, and that's the name of your band, yeah, Doris. Doris. And, and you have you have one record. We have well, I yes, there are a few Doris records, but we've made one together, and I'd like to make another one soon. Yeah, but yeah. I've been saying that for. I've been Four working years. on mine for five years. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm just so you you are a songwriter. Yeah. And you've been writing songs Since all year. I was, yeah. You know, 18. But wait, I want I want to interject because it's it's funny. I prom yeah. I promise it's fucking hilarious. Well, when I played with those an promises, act- that's a really I played hard with thought. an actress. Um, oh yeah. And. Um, <laughs> an actress you can mention. I can mention, but I, well, I was going to say that it, it wasn't. Uh, I played with Mini Driver for a long time. Oh, cool! And so I get, yeah, I know exactly what. Yeah, yeah, and and I think anyone who's who's played with actresses or actors, there's a language that musicians speak, and sometimes the actors, whatever musical abilities they have, they are inherently a bit fish out of water when it comes to all of the sort of 
these prejudices are what we deal with, Paul. I know. Yes. I'm an actor who also That's writes songs, right. and you know, yeah, yeah, I know this is it's, it's hurting your intersectionality. It's man. hurting your heart. Is this yeah, hurt? Let me say it. Okay. Well, and I think a compliment's coming. <laughs> yeah, okay. So maybe not. Okay. <laughs> and in comes Paul. There you go. Okay. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> who totally speaks the language? <laughs> okay. And has written these fucking terrific songs, and I just remember being so delighted because honestly like anytime you try to make a living doing music you end up quickly doing music you don't like and i was just like listening to these demos like oh my god this guy can actually fucking write like what a treat needless to say you know the insecurity well yeah. i've obviously had you know more success as an actor than i have as a musician i mean right. i was an actor so as snobby as I was about the LA scene, I was also, of course, terrified that <laughs> these guys were just going to look down their noses at me. <laughs> <clears throat> and so their uh, approval, which I just was like, well, I'm paying them. Of course, they're going to approve, which then felt like as I got to know them and through Davey, of course, uh, a real shared musical sensibility. Mm-hmm. was in- It was incredibly uh, gratifying and also kind of shored up my insecurity. So it was it's a really... It's 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 a if you when we get our shit together to play again, I highly recommend that you come because it is one of the it's a good band. You know, we have like a an earth like L.A. is so full of songwriter and his lackeys, Mm -hmm. and this band. No, it's a band. This band somehow transcends that and feels like a band. Somehow we don't record well as a band. We got to get that. I feel like. The next record should be two acoustic guitars and a piano and vocals, but when we play live, it should be full band. I feel like it comes off better full band live and doesn't come off as well. I just think it's hard to hear a band now on record and have it sound interesting or new or have, you, have it draw you in. Right. Unless you already have a following, which will make people sit down and listen. Exactly. It's true. I, There's a le- the less is more and more. I think, in- I think intimacy. I think either you'd have to have something truly new and outrageous, in which case, if you wrote a song, you'd blown that song out of the water. It's no longer that song. That's it's exactly whatever right. outrageous thing you turned it into. That's exactly right. Or it's intimacy and a particular connection, right? Which I feel like is, you know, at this point, what I'm doing is like, you know, go- what I'm going for. Um, because you, I have to drop someone in with these songs, otherwise they're just not going to land. And I think sometimes when you hear a band on record... If it's a relatively traditional arrangement and you're not just doing bells and whistles for the hell of it, yeah. you go, oh, mid tempo, nice. Yeah. Next. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> or as I like to call it, my new record, which is deliberately. But it's funny how you're a huge Who fan, and the Who constantly struggled with where we are incredible live and then on we tape it just kind of sucks. Yeah. But also that idea that pop music has been going on for how many decades now? It, like, five. what do you have to do? You have to, like, murder a goat on tape to, like, it, get any kind of, like, interesting... I know. I know. And I'm sure every every generation feels that way of, like, oh, it's been done, it's been done, right. it's been done. And it's like, you can change that if you have ears already, I feel like. If you have people... You know, the Beatles right. could put out Revolver yep. because everyone was going to listen, no matter what yeah. they did. Right. Uh, and, you know, you can get weird then. And, and I just went and saw Jenny Lewis. Um, oh. I really like that record. I love, I love. But, I, and, you know, I was struck in that... Tom Petty kind of way of like, these are all in the same key, they're all the same tempo, they're wonderful songs, don't get me wrong, but like I would always be like, oh, I already wrote a song in C for this record, I better try something else, I better try it. I never had the confidence to just say, here are the seven songs, here are the ten (laughs) songs that sound very similar, they're going to be arranged very similarly. Yeah, the new record. And they're beautiful. That that is, it's funny, because you're the first person I've, that now that Jenny Lewis record is out there a bit, I'm, I I love her, I think she's, I think, like she and Anara George are like, yeah, like, they're 
whatever they're generational talents i think i think that's right and but and and the new record like i got the I got the T-shirt and the special yeah. pack. Yeah. I, I got yelled at for wearing the T-shirt, actually. I, I get that. <laughs> but because uh, uh, it's the cover of the new record, if you, which, you know, is, which is her, which is her headless in a very revealing gown. Right, and it's but it came just like my XTC shirt. It came sure. with the book. It came with the record. And I, but I, I thought the same thing when I was listening to it. I was like, this is the first Jenny Lewis record that feels like. It's there's there's a sameness throughout as opposed like she went for this is a sound that I want to create a vibe as I opposed to right. here's one amazing song and then here's a totally different other amazing right. song and now we're going to tear it all down and now we're going to build it all up and now we're like which is one of the things that I love about her it's like an Elvis Costello record that's right, right. but I, I love the vibe I love the it's a, I think Don was produced it right a lot of people worked on it I think yeah yeah that, that Red Bull and Hennessy song is such a great single there's, there's great songs on that record yeah. but you know there is the kind of um, balls to just say this is the yeah. vibe yeah yeah and well and also but the thing is <clears throat> she's me. earned it like there's like 100 oh, percent. and it's i think i don't know i mean it is there's like this beautiful thing that you have when you are like you have the freedom to make music because of an acting career that's allowed you to do this and bring in yeah. like they they play with you now because they love you but at first they were playing with you because you could afford to pay them. yeah and so you have this access to kind of really do just your music. There isn't some market demand for your record no, or not. mine or Zach's. I mean, <laughs> I think we certainly have, we'd like for there to be, but right. there's a certain amount of freedom in like, there, if the people who like your stuff are going to like it and the people who are going to ignore it are going to ignore it. And you might catch a break in some way, but right. having the access to great musicians, great studio, and it being an excellent song, again, I haven't heard your stuff, but Zach's a very picky guy. Yes, so if he, he thinks you're good, then you probably are. <laughs> um, I also feel I like <clears throat> I think this is an actor musician uh, uh, um, conflict or difference yeah. in that, like, it's as an actor, it's great. You have an assignment. Yeah. You're and you, you know part of you as it, it is it is an art, it is a craft, and it takes all that discipline. And and you know we could talk about it forever, but at a certain point you're responsible for that thing that you didn't write right well you're, they're like and, the session the players in your band correct and i feel like as a musician sometimes the freedom that you're talking about is sometimes hard because <laughs> yeah. you sit down and you're like i could do literally anything i've been given a few writing assignments me and minnie were in a movie together for instance and we wrote a, a song for the movie and i was like oh great an assignment yeah well this that's song needs to be I it's closing credits at this it needs to have this theme in it Oh, an assignment, thank goodness. I've written a couple things for that. shows I've produced. Great assignment. Sitting down with a blank piece of paper. Well, he, he, he one thing we didn't, we're not going to hear, but I, well, we, the you will, the listeners of But for, the, for doing your, for this podcast, you have to write, you have to play the theme song. And he wrote the oh. theme song, but he said, do whatever you want with it. And so I was like, and I was, I just, I ripped through it and it was really fun. And I'm like, oh yeah, right. Like, assignment. Assignment songwriting is on. I wouldn't want to do it all the time, no. but fuck. Remember it's... Joe Kennedy, who I believe was on your, when he was making a music library mm -hmm. for like two years? Yeah. He was making like what, like 30 second songs? He did thousands of Literally songs. Literally thousands of songs. That's Well, no, they were they were tension cues. And I'm like, how many fucking tension cues does the world need? But it you was know? full band tension cues, right? There was drum. Did he? No, I was. I do that stuff. I don't know if uh, Joe did it. I thought he did. It yeah, no, no. I've definitely. Wait, tell, tell our audience what a tension cue is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> dun, dun. 
No, it's not. It's, 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 it's basically when the teenage girl is going yeah. up the stairs. Is going to get her abortion. She's going to get her abortion, and she's sitting in the and, car. And the opposite of that is the this is scene's going to be funny cue, which is uh, boop, 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 yeah, boop. Beep, boop, boop. <laughs> Even if it's going on in a hospital, I don't score. Even if you're film. like yeah. you're about to do surgery and it's like beep, boop, 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 oh, but someone's gonna get squirted in the face with blood. Like, Wait, hold on. The, okay, let me turn down the this double knots by car this music. This is why I don't score films. Like, well, Zach, we need something funny. I'd be like, is that funny? That, that's not funny. <laughs> that's not funny. They mean indicate funny. Yeah. They don't want it to actually funny to funny. you doesn't mean funny to anyone that's else. True too. So uh, now we're gonna we're gonna get to your question in a second. But okay. uh, are you are you are you uh, have you been part of the XTC Appreciation Society? I or? have. I've done two. We did one at that uh, bar in the Valley. Mm-hmm. Skinnies. Mm-hmm. Was it Skinnies? And what song did I do? You did real by real. All right. <laughs> you did great. Oh and my goodness! It was a song. <laughs> it was a, it was a song I actually didn't know. <laughs> And so I crammed that one in, and then last year I did Snowman, which oh, is my favorite. Right. Yes, sweet. Yeah. So and that album, I was so. I mean, that you thing have. Is, I think you. Skinny's. I think you have three copies of that album. <laughs> of, of English Settlement? Yeah, I do. I have mine and my brothers and my sisters. <laughs> right. I have all three. Yeah. <laughs> one of them is like a gatefold or something. They're both. I thought they're all gatefold. Are they I mean, not? One of them. One's that a might super be the, cheap that's American. The prob- like flim. One of them super. Well, cheap. they did the Beatle thing where they cut it down for the American uh, release. Yeah. Right. So uh, and you know Zach's in the in the uh, the book the the XTC. We book. have to say this. You're wearing. The I'm t- wearing the T-shirt for read the title. Yes. What do you call that noise? An XTC discovery book. And they did an interview. They asked me some questions about an XTC tribute thing, and I said some shit. Well, what you what did you did? Call you? Did they email you? They emailed me and said answer this by email. Yeah. So. In so the, I sound wicked smart. In his, could, like, in his segment, <laughs> in, his, smart. in his segment, he both takes a swipe at Donald Trump yeah. and at XTC. I don't understand. Oh, Can so let's explain? get back to that. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I told you the story, but I'll tell it to Paul. So we were working on a song called When You're Near Me, I Have Difficulty, which, did you sing that one? No. Okay, now I'm confused. Wow. Maybe it was Real by Real. Okay, it might. No, it was When You're Near Me, I Have Difficulty. So it might not have been you. It might have been one of the other singers. Okay. Okay, so I take that back, but I'll tell the story anyway because it's funny. Please. Yeah. I hope. Um, we are learning the song and we go, oh, we need to know the ending. And you can't get that from the studio recording. So we go on YouTube and we find. Because it fades out? Yeah, you know, so we go right to the end and it's like the whatever show. And they. And okay, good. That's a good ending. We'll do it like that. And then the singer comes in and says, you don't really want me to sing it like that, do you? And we're like, like what? Like Andy Partridge. And we go to the YouTube, the aforementioned, I think we sent him the link and said, oh, here's the link, blah, blah, blah. And he said, you don't really want me to sing it like that. And we go, what do you mean? And we, we, we cue it up and Partridge is just fucking like lose, like. Losing his mind. He's in the Xanax days. He's just like, and he's just like, the fuck is wrong? <laughs> like Xanax. Like what the fuck, dude. No, it was Valium. Oh, Valium. And uh, and so the joke was sometimes we do the songs better than they did. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. that's in the book. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> well, I think you bought. That's cheeky, right? Is that in English terms? That's good considered word. cheeky. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Oh, you did an interview and you said something stupid on the phone. No, you wrote that <laughs> sentence. You actually had a chance to <laughs> review that material before you sent it. 
Uh, I'm sorry, I, Andy. No, I think it's. I think it's. it's I cheeky. think he's man enough to say, "Yeah, I was a touch nervous on stage, and maybe I could have relaxed." A the little thing more. is, I, I hope. Well, I hope he listens to this because this context was not well, in I'm the sure quote. I'm sure he's fucking in the quote. In it just sounds like you're an arrogant LA guy. But no, he. They preface it with the fact that he would get a little bit weird yeah, on stage. Yeah, it's cool. It's fine. No, it's it's all. No, I mean, it's in the book. I mean, the, I'm, I'm sure. I, if you I love XTC, you love the. I think that would, be, would be a great use that of would your be money. Be <laughs> That would just drive somebody bad shit, you know? You said what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, now that we've now that we've, <laughs> we've gone we've through clarified 20 that. minutes. Paul. Yes. What is your question for the Pop Oracle? Um so just can, you can cut this out if you want, but is it is it about the world? Is it about myself? Is yeah, it, about- it could be about any. Really, it's like it could be about either or both. Either way, it's going to kind of be about both. The one thing it's not about is it's not about Zach. Great. Um Okay, so I'm working on finishing a record or finishing a bunch of songs that I want to then record. Should I do it full band or should it be a stripped down early Elliot early Elliot Smith record? Cool, that's a great question. Great question. Okay, well now to engage the pop oracle, you get to spin the wheel yeah. of eight. Wait, hold on, hold on. Well, that song already came up once. Let's try one more time, and okay. if it doesn't... Can you guys do the song again? Yeah, but yeah. I thought it was awesome that I played a major seven and a seven. You did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although, that, it should say major seven. Yeah. I know. <laughs> well, it's up, so I guess that's the major. Oh, it's under this. Anyway, here we go. Try one more time. Yep. And now, to engage the pop oracle, you, Paul, get to spin the wheel of, the wheel of eight. Na, 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 na. Song number four, Be My Better Half. Oh, I like this one. This is a new song. Oh, great. Um, Oh, my God. I'm so nervous. Okay. Are we rolling? One, two.
Beautiful song. That Thanks, was man. Better Half. One. Thanks, man. That was is Better Half or Be My Better Be Half? Be My Better Half. Be My Better Half yeah. from Zach Schaefer. The answer to Paul's question, should his next record be an intimate acoustic affair or full band? I have my answer. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, well, you, well, well you know what? If you have an immediate answer, I'm curious. No, to, please. Whatever. I want to follow protocol. Well, usually I go to the songwriter and ask him oh, to tell please. us a little bit about the background of oh, the song. That song was... About me. It's totally about no. It's actually about me. I love oh, my, no way. Yeah, no, it's about me. Uh, well, not all of them actually. I think isn't this? This is I think the first song that's been about me, right? Yeah. The first one was actually you already mentioned it's not about Abby. It is about Abby. It's totally about how my wife is awesome and I suck. <laughs> and so um, yeah, it's basically. I think also she always gives me a hard time for never writing songs about her. So it's like, okay, I'm going to write the most dorky, romantic, you're, you're the greatest and I suck kind of song. Mm. So that was, uh, okay. that was it. Cool. Um, so, and do you, uh, do you, do you feel that way? Absolutely. Okay. At, at least, yes. Oh yeah. Okay. So, uh, so Paul, you had an immediate reaction to it. You said, I have my answer. Yeah. My songs are, we write similar kinds of songs. Right. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, I can hear all the parts exactly how this would be produced and where the beatles background would be and da, da, da. and then I was like but if you're not going to have Sloan do it you know if you're not going to get then like I want to hear you do I, if I had a recording of that if yeah. I wanted went to see you live I'd love to see you do that with a band if yeah. I had a recording of that I want that yeah I want what I just Oh that's so funny. I want what I just heard maybe uh, a Rhodes and a harmony and that's it it's a beautiful Do you know what record has been blowing my fucking mind is um, on iTunes, they have the Randy Newman songbook. Have you been listening to this? I've, it's been out for a few years. Yeah, yeah, it came out, I think, in 2000 and something. It was like, it is just... It's just him and a piano. It's fucking unbelievable. And I always felt like you should do your regular album, like what PJ Harvey did with or four like track a, demos, like right? The, like XTC with You should with make Apple your Venus. album, and yeah. then you should, you, should have de- you should have vocal and guitar versions of every version. I, mean, I, I feel like there's a certain kind of music that just wants it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's great. I mean, there's not a lot for me to add because I was just thinking about that. Like, come on back to me. Like, bring this. Like, you put them out there, and like, I love the idea. I like the the distinction you're making because it's true. I I love listening to close to close and intimate stuff. But when I go to out to see something, I do want to have I someone alone on stage against an audience that doesn't like that might be talking yeah. or like is I just. I, it makes me feel so bad for the, actually the whole world because I want to just burn the place down. Well, it's also like Elliot Smith, you know, like those records are fantastic. 
but then but he would just play... he would just it, it wasn't. But when he played with a band, it was there, you know, and he, it was good. It was great. Yeah, and then the full band records are great too. I love them. It's funny. Um, I, I saw Elliot Smith in a very small club opening for Mary Lou, Mary Lou Lord in like 1994. Right. And one of my great shames is a. I feel like I like a. I usually feel like if I saw someone who was great, I knew it. No. I oh, did, I did that with Supergrass. I, I did not know it at on all. The Berkeley campus. And I was like, <laughs> meh. And then a year later, I'm like dying over that record. I'm like, fucking yeah. see A it. friend of mine just sent us, because it's like the 25th anniversary of Alien Lanes or something, because mm-hmm. we saw Guided by Voices twice in a row at Lounge Axe. And I said on the ticket, because he, he sent us all an, an, a picture of the ticket, Elliot Smith. And we were like, Elliot yeah. Smith opened? We were like, we were at yep. the bar. I don't, we had no, I have no recollection. Yep. It was before he had. Hit and I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't even pay attention. No, it's funny because his, his, yeah. his songs, songs that I love by him are in Goodwill Hunting. Oh yeah, just to bring it back to Mini Driver. Sure. And I remember rewatching the movie and be like, I totally did not hear this song at all when it was in the movie. That's and, when it kicked in for me. But I will yeah. say this too about our band in particular: we're funny. Yes. Like it's when, a sh- it's a good show. Yeah. So you, there's it's, good interactions. Yeah. Like it yeah. feels good. To and be even there. though you know when people say, "Hey, you guys look like you're having a really good time," it really means I didn't like your music. <laughs> I think a lot of times <laughs> <laughs> that we are having a you good time. Have a great vibe. And it's it's contagious. I yeah. think you know we, we can win over an audience. So that's fun yeah. That do. was that was the whole thing about the L.A. like dude and his lackeys. It's like this is the most humorless you know right. exercise I've ever seen. You know? And they don't want to be there. And no, it's like a it's like a non-paying side gig half the time. So I want to bring it back to your music for just a little bit. So yeah. you said you have how many records out? Um, I mean, technically, I mean, I've made three records. You've made three records. Yeah. And like, was one of them like when you were one of them 19? Was in, one of them was in the 90s. <laughs> and it, it's, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot a, of drop as many big, <laughs> many big muffs as you could get fit on one record and a lot of flat six. <laughs> All right. Sure. A lot, okay. a lot of, it was, it was basically trying, me trying to do, PJ Harvey and Tom Waits in yep. a band. Yep. Oh, that's, I'd love to hear that. Oh, a lot love, of that. Oh, okay. Awesome. And then I put out a record that was kind of me in various uh, rooms, Vancouver, Chicago, Los Angeles, doing a kind of... When you were acting, when you were doing yeah, a lot of acting. First time I'd yeah. used Logic record. Um, there's some band stuff on, and, but I'm proud of the songs, although the recording is really strange. And, wait, and then the, there's what's the record what, we made. The name of the yeah. first record is... Carpet Bomb Solutions, but I don't even think that's on Spotify. Then the second one is um, called Between You and Me, and then the one Zach and I made together is called All the Details. And the name of the band is? Doris. Doris. Cool. Well, uh, and then do you, and you're, so you're currently in the writing phase of the next Yeah, I have like 420 songs that I need to, that number number is a total coincidence. I don't know why that came to me. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I'm trying to call them down and see if I can make a, a coherent Record. It's something I've never really thought as much about as I probably should have. Like, does this go together? Just buy a Tascam 388 and fucking go into your living room. I know. Why much that that costs? Like, you know, a couple things. You know, just make Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but 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 yeah. You gotta but you you gotta carry it around in your back pocket. Songs of the Big Bank. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Or like fucking you listen to After the Gold Rush. That is not. How about the the Trinity sessions? Just do it all in one day. That's right. You know, I like uh, these things that are now like one mic, one room. I like that those too because they're podcasts, but there's also a, well, the guys from the hoot from the hotel are doing that, right? That's, That's right, what it is. hotel cafe. Yeah, they do In a hoot any or? night. No, I don't think necessarily they're doing like one mic, one take, go for it. And it sounds good. Yeah, it's well, imp- it's generally they're they're people that can sing and play, so it's, right. that helps. I suppose that helps. Yeah. 
Well, uh, you know, I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but when you when the record's done, maybe you'll come out and sit in the Zach oh, chair, would, and you could be the musical guest at one of these. Stuff. I would, yeah, I'd be honored. Yeah, that's fantastic. Okay. And I, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm, I, have a, I love meeting people who I, uh, I just, I, I, you're, you're a very enjoyable person, and Thank I, you. I, and finding out that you're also a music nerd makes me really even happier about. It. And like sometimes you like someone a lot, and you see them on film, and you see, and you're like, I really like that person, and then you're like, even if they're cool, you're like, oh, we have. I, we wouldn't be friends. Yeah. <laughs> we'd, now, be, we'd be friends. I feel like I, yeah, yeah. all that time of liking you was well invested. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. All this time I spent with Zach is well invested because I got to meet you. Excellent. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It was a pleasure, really. Thank you. And what a beautiful song, Zach. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio 8 Ball Show. Oh, the humanity three-year-olds with cavities Submit. It's not polite to ever talk of politics or God in the Thunderdome. Victorious, but all alone. You don't know who the sucker is. The sucker might be you. You and your graduate scout. Knowing that the cap you threw might never come down with the youth brigade. Ecstasy in the lemonade. It's safe to drink the water here. Please forget you ever knew. My name after nobody standing way too close to see the accent he isn't working. The promises are catching up to you in your graduate count. Standing where you hope the sun will be kind to you. Stop feeling that it's over 